The following episode is brought to you by Binro. Products designed and built to meet or exceed the needs and demands of professional photographers and filmmakers worldwide. Find out more at binrousa.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? It's Brandon. And this is Josh. And we're filmmakers. And we're drinking bourbon. Yeah, we are. Cheers, buddy. All right. Mmm. Smells good. Mm. What do you think? That's your first... Uh, first try of this. It's your first taste of the uh, filmmakers drinking bourbon blend. I like this. Not bad, huh? Mm-hmm. We always get something up our sleeves in the old, the old bourbon bin, you know, the old box. So I'm excited today, mm. Josh. First off, that you're on the show. Thank you. Now, granted, I miss Alex. I love Alex. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like my brother. But he is in Louisville operating B camera for a feature. So uh, so that's kind of a, a challenge, you know. So, totally. um, so anyway, uh, you're on the show. I am. And we're gonna get I'm to here. we're gonna we're gonna get to all that you've been up to in a second. Cool. But I've got a special guest waiting on the line. Awesome. Who Are is you, it? Well, do you wanna know? Uh yeah. Okay. Of course. Well, as you heard at the top of the show, this whole month is being brought to you by Ben Row Tripods. So they make all sorts of really cool stuff. We met these guys at NAB. They do great, great products. Really cool. So I asked if they would join and, and be on the show. So he's waiting by. Victor's on the phone. Let's see if we can dial him in, okay? All righty. All right. Victor, you there? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? I didn't know. <laughs> Sometimes the call doesn't go through. So, I, you know, I had to double check. Routed through a few satellites there. Yeah, we've got a... <laughs> We got carrier pigeons, you know. So, um, so yeah, I was gonna say I knew that bird call. <laughs> so uh, you're in you're in New York, right? Yeah. Excellent. So uh, for those that are listening, this is Victor. Victor, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you uh, how we got to meet each other because we met you on the the NAB show floor, and you're a part of the group that has not only uh, Benro tripods, but there's the Timba bags, and there's like a bunch of other stuff that's film and photography related. So give us a, a little bit of a quick setup. Who is Victor? Yeah, sure. So um, I work for a company called Mac Group, and typically people don't know who we are because we have brands that we, are, we represent across the country. Benro, Tenba, Sakonic uh, are you know, a few of them. Um, anyway, so we were at NAB, and our booth was being understaffed a little bit this year because they were on lunch breaks, and that's where I ran into you guys. I was actually just covering for some people, um, <laughs> and I actually... Uh, ran into you guys. You guys said, "Hey, we're here to talk about products," and I was like, "Oh, I, I can do that." And so I ended up taking you around the booth, and pretty much that's it. You know, like I, I work in a more like a strategic capacity for the company, so I'm not really attached to any brands per se, per se but I'm more kind of uh, involved in in a very roundabout sort of way. Awesome. Now, do you have a background in filmmaking yourself, or are you more of a product development guy? How did you get connected to why this industry? Why not, you know, telecom or internets or whatever? Well, I started doing photography when I was 18, you know, ish. Um, and so I started as a photographer and then kind of like transitioned into doing a bunch of different stuff. And then when uh, the 5D came out, that kind of like changed the game for everybody, including myself. And so I kind of jumped full, like full force into kind of HDSLR filmmaking, kind of started hanging out with people and doing that kind of stuff, which led into working with Benro in a product development sense, uh, and then to Tenba, and again, uh, advising in product development and that stuff. So it was kind of like an all-roundabout, not formally trained, didn't go to school, just knew a lot of cool people who wanted to share knowledge. That's great. You still make uh, videos? 
Um, actually, not really. Actually, but I am kind of working on some projects for local uh, a local business in Brooklyn. You know, they're like a hair salon, and they kind of needed to have a, like a, a new fresh look. So I'm kind of working on their website, uh, doing like photography and kind of time lapse nice. stuff. Awesome. So you, are, you, did you, yeah. are you coming out of retirement? You're you're back. You're back <laughs> uh, in the you're yeah, back in the like game. A- yeah, back in the game for like a one-shot deal, you know, it's a cameo appearance. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I think it's really cool how you guys are all somehow connected to the industry. It seemed like when we had Peter from Timba on the show, uh, you know, he was involved and had some experience. So we, we love it when brands uh, really live the brand versus just, you know, they're out there selling something. So I think that's really cool. Would you say that's how you guys sort of operate? Is that how, you know, do all your products go through through the filter of real filmmakers? I would say, yeah. So in the case of Benro, um, every product that you guys have seen uh, in the past two years have been touched by filmmakers, not just in the building, but outside of the building. You know, uh, and we talk to filmmakers who are, you know, beginning transitioners from, like, uh, photography all the way to, like, you know, the, the, the professionals that are doing it nine times, you know, nine, nine, nine hours a day, 12 hours a day, you know? Yeah, that's great. So let's, let's, let's jump in a little bit to the product set. What are, what are you guys kind of known for in the, in the tripod space? Um, let's start with sort of your, your hallmark staple products, and then maybe you can push towards some of the new stuff that's coming out or, or what you're really trying to push right now. But what, what's been sort of the hallmark when it comes to, to that line? Well, I think the uh, fun thing about Benro is that we have, like, a broad range of products for every kind of uh, filmmaker photographer. And we kind of hang our hat on this idea of let's go, meaning um, – if you want to go make something and you want to go do something in the way of creating an image or creating a film, we want you to think of our products as a, let's just go and do something, you know, like let's, let's get, grab this tripod and, and make a film. Let's grab this slider and do something fun. <laughs> so I think like when it comes to um, a staple product for us that, that is something that is unique to us alone, I'd have to say it's the Aero 2 and the Aero 4 travel tripods. Nice. And for, for, for filmmaking, it's kind of like we, we decided, we looked at all the tripods in the world, and it was crazy for us to think that in the world of filmmaking, there isn't a travel tripod for a filmmaker. You know, like a reverse foldable tripod that like, actually mm. you can put into a backpack and take on a plane and, and get to your location and actually have a leveling ball and something that isn't like fully featured like a, like a huge S8 that's got you know, counterbalance and drag on pan and tilt. But sometimes you get location, you just want a fluid head that has some sort of resistance that you can level out and use, uh, use with a smaller camera that you're traveling with. So the Aero 2 and the Aero 4 kind of fit that niche where if you're going to be traveling to a remote location and you can't carry a lot of gear and you're only going to be shooting like mirrorless or DSLR, these tripods are perfect for that because they fold up smaller, they um, still have the same support, and they still have the type of head that you would need to get smooth panning and tilting. That's great. Now, Josh here is exactly that shooter you're talking about and mm-hmm. you're describing. He, a lot of times, is running a one-man band operation you know, get it done, go quick, make things happen. And uh, you know, when he's not working on a larger, larger crew, uh, would you echo that, Josh? Would you oh, say yeah. that's important? Oh yeah, no. It's it's the faster, the lighter, the better. You know, just trying to to not have tons of weight and just be burdened by all that. So that sounds like you guys have some products that are really designed for guys like me. Yeah, you know, like that's exactly the kind of customer that Benro really uh, is kind of. Uh, 
gearing towards, right? We love filmmakers that just want to go out and make something compelling, create compelling content with one or two pieces of equipment, you know? Um, and I, myself, too. Like, I, I'll go out and shoot with a, a tripod or a monopod and try to do as much as I can with that one tool because a lot of times you don't, want to, you don't have time to switch out to a slider. You don't have time to switch out to mm-hmm. a lot of other things. And you just kind of need to get a shot and you, and you use what's available to you. So what, uh, what kind of weight do you guys put on those, those smaller tripods? So an, S, uh, so an Arrow 2 will take uh, 2 kilos, which is about 4 pounds. Mm-hmm. And an uh, Arrow 4 is 4 kilos, so it's about 8 pounds. So like a C100 or like a DSLR would be perfect on one of those kind of tripods? Yeah, C100 is kind of at the top end of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you got like a C100 and you put in like a, just a, a small prime on it, you, you should be okay. Great. That's excellent. Now, you guys have uh, a whole a whole line of other products. Now, one, one of the things that, you know, I think people are most concerned about are the heads. Mm-hmm. And you want a head that, you know, is smooth, it works, it's not, you know, you know, it's got good components, I think, on some of the cheaper stuff that's out there. You know, you you, you find that those components and little levers for tightening, they, they strip, they pop off, that sort of thing. And you guys have, have a pretty long, time-tested uh, series of heads. I know the S-series, you've got some good stuff. Talk me through some of, like, you know, if if the travel one's more on the low end, what's the beefiest thing you got, and what's you know what's that sort of hallmark for the C100s of the world and some of the bigger cameras? All right, fantastic. All right, so our video heads are pretty much split into two groups. You've got an S series, and you have a BV series. Um, so the S series is your typical uh, tripod head. Um, a lot of people compare us to Manfrotto. So if you're feeling familiar with Manfrotto, right, we have a head that competes with every Manfrotto head all the way up to the, uh, the, the, the 504. Okay? And nice. so for us, our top-of-the-line head in the S-series is the S8. Okay, so you're going to get frictionless drag control, and you're going to get, uh, I think, four sets of counterbalance. And that's an 8-kilo head, so it's around 16 pounds. Wow. So a fully kitted out DSLR with rails and a mat box and external monitor would work perfectly on an S8 or maybe even a stripped down uh, C300 or C100. That's great. That's awesome. And so that line just kind of as it goes, the S7, the S6, those sorts of things, it's just you're getting variations of, of, uh, of options and weight limits, that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So the two kind of like flagship products in the S series in the way of like the video heads are the S7 and the S8. Right. So the S7 is a 7 kilo head, and it has um, kind of like the same kind of aesthetic as, as like the S8, uh, but, it's got, and it, but it's got all your pan drag, your tilt drag, and your counterbalance. It's just a, a, a lower weight capacity. That's, That's awesome. great. So you mentioned one of your competitors. What, what would you say is the, like the main differentiator from you? From them? You know, I think um, Manfrotto makes great products. I think what separates us from Manfrotto is I, I feel like we have two things, two advantages. We um, speak to filmmakers on a regular basis. Uh, one of our sales guys has been in the, in the filmmaking industry, uh, God, I think one of 25 years. You know, he goes to the ASC dinners. He takes people around to kind of like uh, learn about products and learn about, you know, all these different things that don't even relate to Venro. So when he talks about general products with these filmmakers and he gets real feedback, that's, that's something that we find that's very valuable to us on the, in, on the internal side. You know, we have specialists that really just focus on relationships in the video and filmmaking industry. You know, so that's one thing. Is we, we're getting constant feedback. 
And I think the other thing is that we are all passionate about the products that we create. And as a result of that, as a byproduct of that, we're passionate about the, 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 the customers. And we're passionate about the, the people who are passionate about our brand. You know, and so when it comes to customer support and technical mm-hmm. support, no one beats us. That's um, awesome. And and no one no one can ever say that they've called Benro U.S. customer support and have had a bad experience. And if they did, you know, we would hear about it and we'd make it right in you know a uh, hundred times ever. Yeah, there's you can't beat good customer service. That is worth a lot. That is really worth a lot. So let's keep talking about the the products here. Talking about you know when it comes to stuff that works um you know there's a lot of a lot of gimmicks out there there's a lot of products out there that say they're going to work uh you know when it comes to sliders jibs tripods and then there's products that work let's talk about your what you guys offer because you guys also offer jibs sliders and some other things that i don't know that a lot of people realize that yeah bedroom kind of has expanded its video offering beyond video heads and tripods in the in the past year and a half we've uh Announced some uh, sliders that are just on like a single rail aluminum uh, kind of deal, like very simple, very affordable, to more kind of uh, advanced and, and, and technical carbon rod sliders where it's like a dual rail that's made out of carbon fiber and then you have like a little flywheel that helps drive the carriage back and forth. You know, um, we have jibs that are kind of like travel sized you know, that fold up into really compact space, and you can put it onto a tripod and get your jib movement. Um, we also have uh, jibs now that go all the way up to 20 kilos. So how you know, how, just, how are, are those jibs on, like, a plane? Are they super foldable? Or the, can you, can you uh, fly with the, them? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I think the, they're, called, they're, they're called the Move Up Series, right? Mm-hmm. So our Move Up Series, beginning with our smallest jib, it literally folds up, and it looks like a, a – it acts up smaller than a violin case. Awesome. Nice. And so, and I'm sure, obviously, a lot of the other products out there might have the jib part, but they don't have the tripod part. So you're, you guys are building your jibs with your tripods in mind, I assume, right? Absolutely. So, so yeah, you, you know, it's, it's kind of nice for us to be able to have like a tripod that we know is going to work with a, a peripheral, like a jib. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, and some of those jibs, the smaller ones, they, they, they tend to um, be a little less on the weight capacity. What, what do you guys, what weight capacities can your jibs carry? And what would you have to pair it with on the tripod side to, to hold the you know the weight? Well, typically your payload on a jib uh, is like let's let's talk theoretics for now, okay? So if you're going to be using um, eight pounds on a jib, then typically your tripod is going to need to handle more than sixteen pounds. Right. You want double the capacity of a tripod uh, with the payload you're putting on a jib. You know, so with our smallest move up. Um, I think that's called Move Up 8. And so that's a 8-kilo jib, and that allows you to hold um, 16 pounds. So we're going to want to put that into like a BV8 or BV10 series. Gotcha. You know? Um, and the, uh, like, Move Up Move Up 4, too, that actually just packs up really tiny. That's a 4-kilo, so, like, that's 8 pounds. So you could put that onto, um, you know, a BV10 that sort of thing. We do have more tripods that are coming out that are going to be more geared towards handling jibs that are on like uh, dollies and that stuff too. Gotcha. Okay. So a little more on the beefier end of things? Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. Well, you brought that up, so let's just keep that conversation going. What are the new things? What are the, you know, is there anything you can tease? Is there anything you're working on in development that, you know, you can drop right here on the show exclusive filmmakers drinking bourbon? Maybe we need to get you a little more bourbon so that we can loosen you up and you can tell us all the stuff you're not, you're not supposed to. A little loosey goosey there. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, we're always working on new products, right? So we're always working on things that will um, not only push the envelope, but also allow filmmakers to be more creative. And so we have a really good competency in mechanical design. And so when we look at what's happening in the film industry, right, and what's in filmmaking and, and, and what people are driving to create content for, there's a lot of stuff that we're investigating. So I can't tell you exactly the products, but we are <laughs> investigating products like for VR, for example. Cool. And we're looking, we're looking for more for um, affordable, easy-to-use motion control. You know, so All there's right. things like that we can try to try to to, to to wedge ourselves into because I think we have um, a good ability to kind of like distill what some customers need and what what filmmakers need, and then kind of create a product that that serves that 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 purpose. You know, I, I like the tease there, motion control. Mm. I get everyone's thinking in their minds, what does that mean? Yeah. Do we have Slider, a new player maybe? in the game? Are we talking about a Handheld gyroscopic unit? Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe a motion controlled slider. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you never know. But we, we definitely listen to our filmmakers. We definitely want to come out with products that uh, not only that we're proud of, but are going to be used. You know, we love seeing the content people make with our stuff. That is awesome, man. Well, what 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 everyone really wants to know at the end of the day when they when they talk to brands like you guys that are a part of this industry, really they want to know what are you watching? Like, let's be honest here. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're kicking back to relax. You've been a part of this industry, but what are you watching? Are you watching Golden Girls? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the real answer is I'm watching whatever my girlfriend wants to watch. Oh. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, Netflix and chill, right? Hashtag yeah. Netflix and oh, chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Stranger Things right now is awesome. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, it's yes. the best. It's yeah, so you know, good. What was really, what was so astounding about that TV show is like I'm 35, right? So I grew up during the time that that show was supposed to be supposed to be set. Yeah. And um, all of the things from the music to the camera angles, even the way they shot it, made me feel like I was like reliving my childhood. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I'm 37, and so basically they were like, okay, let's take everything that was good from. Stand by me, E.T., Flight of the Navigator, Goonies. Goonies. Yeah, let's, for sure. Let's put it in a blender, shake it up, and then, oh, by the way, let's throw in Winona Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, so I got to know. I biggest crush her as a kid. Oh, she's the best. So I got to know, yeah. do you guys watch the entire intro, or do you skip it? Oh, we watch the entire intro. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love the intro. I have a friend who skips it every well, time. That, I'm like, you can't. It's oh, amazing. The intro is great, and then the typography on the yes. title is, a, oh. is phenomenal. Uh, it, yeah. Just the, the, the amount of uh, time that they put in just to create the production. Oh, it's great. It felt, it felt like they actually cared about it being a period piece because I yeah. think what, what, what we really love about that, that, that show is that it's a period piece that we can relate to. Yeah. You know, we watch so many period pieces that we can't relate to, like, you know, from the 20s or the 60s that our parents relate to, and they watch it and they go really nostalgic. My, my mom will watch something, you know, um, that dates back to like 75 or like 69 when she was like in her 20s, right? And and you can see her memory just start to churn. Mm -hmm. And like for me, like watching that show, because it was such a well-done period piece, it just like really hit home for me. It doesn't feel corny at all. Like it's just they, they, they have all these nods to all these great movies, but it doesn't feel like they were overtly like... Ha ha! Like here it is, you know. Yeah. Et this yeah. one's this, you know. It's just, it's just great. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a great miniseries right now on HBO too called like, oh god, like three episodes in. It's like something that night or that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, uh, Alex has been watching that. Um, and I, it's in my cube. I know what you're talking about. I have yeah, not heard of this. Good. 
Yeah, it's, it's really, really legit good. Uh, I'll look at the, the the name for it, and I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, I would love to know. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about um, The Get Down on Netflix. It's about to drop on the 12th. It's about 70s, 80s, Brooklyn, Bronx, and the birth of hip-hop. And I couldn't be any more excited because that's just, I love that. I grew up, you know, listening to Cool J and, you know, Rick Rubin and all of the, you know, all oh, the, wow. the old stuff. And uh, actually what was funny is our Slack group, there's a guy who just joined our Slack group named uh, Josh Rise, J-O-S-H-R-I-E-S, and uh, could be Rees. And so he, when, whenever anybody joins our Slack group, um, we have a section called Introductions, and there's a hashtag Introductions for Slack group, and they introduce themselves whatever. And so I about freaked out. He says, hello, all. I live in New York, and I'm currently working as a VFX assistant editor on the Get Down for Netflix. <laughs> Coming out Friday, everyone, he said, I love the podcast, look forward to learning from everybody. And I responded, no way, I'm dying to see that beep to drop. <laughs> I'm just saying. So how cool is that? That you know, we've, we've one of the cool things that we invite you to come join the community, Victor, uh, and, and anybody from uh, from from your company uh, have them you know join in. But it's really cool. We're building a community where these real filmmakers from across the country are networking and just sort of sharing stuff. And it's kind of like a half Skillshare, half camaraderie, half sitting around the fire drinking bourbon, and it's really fun. But it's uh, pretty cool that. You know, here we are talking about this show, and then all of a sudden, a guy in our Slack group is like, "Hey, I'm, uh, you know, the assistant editor of VFX," and I was like, "What?" So, oh, that's cool. What's yeah. your uh, guys' Slack team? Uh, just go to uh, ftbpodcast.com. You'll see the links, and then that'll uh, send it. Send the invite now. Uh, I'll get you in. That's funny. It's uh, so. I'm trying to like uh, just on, on a side topic, right? My real day job. I'm uh, a, a project manager, essentially, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, very, very non-glamorous, right? Not filmmaking related <laughs> at all. But it's funny because I'm trying to get everyone on Slack. Yeah. Our email went down today, and everyone's like, how are you still working? I'm like, Slack? Why wouldn't you guys use Slack? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah just uh, oh, by the way, the name of that series on HBO is The Night Of. Yeah, The Night Of. Yeah, the yeah. Night Of. That's great. That's good stuff. It's legit good. Uh, the premise is astounding, and I think like it's, it's super suspense thriller type. It's really nice. That's awesome, man. Well, anything else that's going on with you or, you know, anything at all? So it's kind of an open space. You know, you got the listeners. You know, it's been great hearing about the products, hearing what you guys do. You've been, you know, so kind to us. Uh, what else, anything else that you're excited about that's that's going to be dropping or popping? Oh, man, that's really rough. I mean, like, the only thing, like, I can really think of is I'm going to Burning Man. <laughs> oh, nice. So, yeah. That's fun. You know, yeah, I mean, it's my second year going, and it's kind of been uh, a new thing for me. Um, it, I shut down for two weeks. Uh, I head out to the desert, and I just kind of, like, focus on myself for, like, a little bit because I'm always doing other things for the people. And so this experience this year is going to be unique for me uh, in a couple ways because I'm actually going to bring a camera and a lens this time. I didn't do it last year because yeah. I, uh, I think when a lot of people go on vacation to do things, you get stuck. I mean, as image makers, right, we oftentimes – don't ever get to experience a thing because we're always behind the lens or people are always asking us to take pictures, you know? So you, you try to think about it. Like I, before I was 25, I can't remember half the things I did because I was always just busy taking pictures. And yeah. that kind of like really uh, like messed me up, I guess, when I, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for Burning Man. So nice. I promised myself last year not to take a picture, and I just remembered so much so much of the experience. That's awesome. Now, do, this year, do you have, like, some sort of theme? Are you building some sort of, like, Mad Max, like, village? Like, do you have an do outfit? You, yeah, do you have an outfit? Like, <laughs> like what's your, do you, do you, have you developed a persona? So, um, okay, so let, before you answer those questions, <laughs> let me just give you a little bit of background here. 
For those of you guys who don't know about Burning Man, it's a cultural, it's a, it's a cultural music and arts festival, for lack of a better uh, explanation of it, right? And it happens in the desert in Nevada, and it happens every, so every year about this time of year. Okay, and so people go and they they're either lifers or they go for they go in and out of it or they go once they don't like it. You know, I happen to be one of those people that's going and will continue to go until I find that I don't want to go anymore. You know, and so there's a there, it's driven by these things these ten principles. You know, geek commodification, um, rap, rap, radical self reliance, radical inclusion, radical participation. You know, uh, and the most important thing is leave no trace. You know, where you go somewhere, you're never going to leave a trace. You're going to take in stuff, and you're going to take it out when you leave. You know, it's astounding. 75,000 people go to the desert every year, and every year they leave, and it's as if no one was ever there. There's no litter. <laughs> there's no trash. I go to a lot of music festivals, and when I go to a festival in, the, in, in, in a normal festival ground area, you leave, and you're walking on, like, five, you know, miles yeah. of trash. Oh, yeah. You know, so for me, Burning Man is a really, really unique experience, and it's kind of very personal. And so, you know, like my persona, right? So um, I don't take pictures. I didn't take pictures last year for myself. What I did was I rolled in the, the desert with like 500 shots of Fuji Instax. And what I did was anytime I met somebody, I'd take a picture of it, a picture of them or a picture of their group or whatever, and I'd give it to them. You know, just as a conversation starter, as a way to kind of meet them, as a way to kind of like say, hey, you know what, this is a, my personality, this is what I do for, for my hobby and my passion, but I'm doing this for you because I want to get to know you and I want to give you a gift. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, so like, yeah, it's like last year I gave like 500 Instaxes out uh, and had some of the most amazing conversations. So as a result of that, people kept calling me Snapshot. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So Did the guys back client, to the office, Did they latch onto that? No, they didn't. No one, no one in the office knows. Like, oh, uh, they're gonna know now. <laughs> Snapshot. They I know now, Mr. Snapshot. Yeah, yeah. So my nickname, my nickname on the ply is Snapshot. That's awesome, man. That's great. I, I hope they it. remember that as soon as you get I back love there. It. That reminds me of like uh, taking it back to Stranger Things. It reminds me of like Data. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Snapshot. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I love yeah. it. That's great. Yeah, that I is mean, this awesome. Year, this year is kind of the same thing. You know, I'm gonna go out. I'm actually bringing two Instax cameras. One's a wide. One's a mini. Uh, and this year, I'm kind of upping my game a little bit. I'm putting stickers on the back of each sticker, uh, or each photograph, so that when they get it, and they get back home, and they see the photograph again, they can turn it over and see who I am. Oh, that's yes. good. They'll know that Snapshot was there. That's right. Absolutely, man. That's fun. <laughs> you need to reach out. Like uh, Brandon's got a guy that can get you a cool logo for yourself. Yeah, man. That, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think the, uh, that, that might go beyond the spirit. you got to make it in the desert. That's, that's right. Where you, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fun, man. Well, man, it's been great talking to you. And before we jump off, I, I do want to l- let the listeners know that you guys have been so kind to us to uh, and our listeners that uh, we're doing the big giveaway this month with Benro. Mm-hmm. We are giving away one of the uh, SV tripod kits from Benro. So uh, it's a it's a simple process. You want to shout out on Twitter at Benro Tripods at FDB Podcast hashtag FDB Giveaway, and we'll get you entered to win uh, at the end of the month for that. We had a a great winner for the uh, Timba bags. And uh, it's just, it, we really appreciate you guys supporting this community uh, because w- what's what's going to happen, you know, you mentioned about your philosophy of get up and go. There's going to be a filmmaker like Josh or somebody else somewhere in America that's going to win this tripod and they're going to decide, you know, hey, that's awesome. I needed that for my kit to go, you know, film my documentary. And that's the kind of community we're, we're looking to build here. So we can't thank you enough. 
Yeah, thank you. No problem. And hey, actually, I want to double down a little bit and uh, and throw out that I want to do two more prizes for you guys. What? Whoa. Yeah, for sure. This is crazy. Yeah. What do we? Yeah, for sure. So so the first one we're going to do is a a hundred millimeter hi hat. Oh, awesome. Okay, and the second one we're going to do is we're going to do an S six video monopod. What? Wow, dude, you guys are the best, man. You heard it right there. These guys are hooking you guys up. If you're listening, you got to get in now. There's all sorts of stuff. So now we have three giveaways. So we're gonna we're gonna you have if you enter to win, there's a chance to you could win. Now there's three more times the chance. Is yeah. that how you say it? Oh yeah, three there's more. Three times the chance that you could win. Three hundred percent more chance. So there's just more chance out there for you. So and that's <laughs> and that's the kind of company these guys are. You guys are abundant. You guys are always thinking of uh, of filmmakers, and you guys were so cool at NAB. Thanks so much for coming on the show, um, and uh, have a ton of fun uh, as as Snapshot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, man. I was so much. Uh, <laughs> what is it? I had so much fun being on the call with you guys. Thank awesome. You. Thank cool, you. Man. We'll be in touch. We'll talk soon, man. Okay. So. All right. Cheers. Man, that was awesome, dude. He upped the ante. <laughs> they're giving away all sorts of three hundred percent. Wow. Were, yeah, yeah. Those hi hats look pretty cool. We thought we were giving away one thing, and no, we're giving away three things. Yeah. So what an awesome opportunity! What a great deal! Those guys are awesome. Uh, Snapshot, I can't wait. Snapshot. If you're going to uh, if you're going to Burning Man, make sure you look out for Snapshot. I kind of wish I had that nickname. That'd I be know awesome. it's kind of a it's badass like just nickname. classic. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was a great call. That was a good call. So it yeah, was learned fun a lot having you on it. So uh, speaking of, I felt like a lot of this call was setting up sort of your style of what you've been shooting over the past you know several years, months, etc. Totally. So let's tell people a little bit about yourself. Josh Emerson here in studio. Totally. Yeah. So I am a freelance filmmaker. Been working for myself for, I don't know, going on seven, eight years now. Yeah. Uh, started off doing a lot of wedding stuff. Yeah. And uh, weddings are great at getting you well, to you, learn. You made, you're, let's go back even further. Oh, you, yeah. Your, your study was design. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. You're a designer. I was a design so when, major. Yeah. Did that for a while. I was in web world. Uh, worked for a big corporate entity here in Cincinnati, but you can't guess who that is. Uh, so worked for them for a while, just realized that the nine to five kind of thing wasn't for Wouldn't me. You? Didn't really like it. So I decided to go out on my own, was doing the web stuff and just kind of happened to fall into video. I had done some vi- uh, video projects in school and loved them. Yeah. But for some reason, doing design, you're like supposed to do graphic sure. design or you're supposed to do web design. And right. I just kind of fell into that. And uh was kind of miserable for a couple of years doing that and uh, just started doing these weddings on my own and met another guy. He brought me on as his number one guy. Yeah. We were shooting like 30 weddings a year. And, and you were uh, just having fun. It was. It was a That's lot cool. of fun. It was kind of on the side. And um, I learned a ton. I really learned a ton about how to do it all. And, and so at what point were you like, okay, I'm going to make my side hustle my main hustle? Probably two years in. Two years in, I was still trying to do the web thing, and I just was getting tired of it. And so I said, you know what? I'm really – I find myself – like every moment I get learning more about video, learning more about what it is to make a good story. And uh, I just said, screw it. I'm doing this. I'm doing this full time. And uh, (laughs) I haven't looked back – and uh, absolutely love it. So. That's great. So, so describe some of the kind of the work you do. So you you'll go out. I know you've done like I've hired you before to do some live event coverage mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, of course, for the UC commercial we just did, you shot the behind the scenes video. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll post that on the site uh, for people to see. But you do all sorts of stuff, and some of it you might be able to talk about 
if you can't talk around it. Totally, but totally. Like, what are some of the type of projects? I do a lot of stuff. I work for um, several different people, several different companies. So some of it's a lot of internal media for big companies, sure. just kind of talking head pieces, training. Uh, do a lot of stuff where, like you said, events. So we'll go on a trip with a company who's throwing like a rewards trip. We'll follow the people that won the trip sure. around. Like a get, trip to like Hawaii. Hawaii. Or Tahiti the or Caribbean. Whatever. And they want film, you yeah. they want you to capture the experience of the company almost like a hype a hype reel right. or a sizzle reel to celebrate oh, how yeah. cool it was. Yeah, I mean like one of the clients in particular, I've been I've gone to Hawaii with them the last five years. It's awesome. Gone to the Caribbean the last five years. And what's great about it is that and they pay you on top of it? Oh yeah, that's they pay a great us. gig. Oh, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. And I don't want to I don't want to pretend like this is my client. Sure. It's one of my one of my good buddies, um, Bob Mills, great dude, and he hires me. I'm his number one guy on those shoots, and uh, so I go. I kind of just run and gun, grab sound bites with people, sure. get B roll. I can play photographer if I need to. Um, yeah, we just we just we basically are making a piece that they're going to throw on social media. That gets everybody hyped up and say, man, I want that. Yeah. I'm going to sell my can off sure, to be able so to get there. Sure, so I can there. be a part of that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. When you're on that trip, are you always on? Do you Sometimes. ever, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you get a, you get a like, little breathe? downtime. Yeah, I get a little downtime. It just depends. It really depends on the trip. Like, we, I go to Vegas every year, and it's like... Uh, my wife went with me one year. You can year. only shoot so many oh, slot machine shots. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not even allowed to do that. Yeah. But no, I, my wife went with me one year to uh, uh, Vegas, and she would wake up. I'd be gone. I'd be gone out of the room. Sure, she's at the She'd pool. come back at the room <laughs> around 11, and I'm still not even back at the room because I'm off working. You know, so yeah. some of those jobs, it just depends on the nature of what you're doing. Uh, some sometimes you just need to be there. 14 hours sometimes sure. you can be done in six it just really matters a project gotcha. so so in addition to that you also do some like uh some some spirit stuff right we won't yes name any but you you shoot some stuff with bourbon i know yep. you've done that before yep. so yep. that's been pretty cool you've got to go down to distilleries i've learned a ton about the distilling process through that lots of uh one of the big brands here in uh, kentucky i have fallen in love with bourbon because of shooting it yep. so much i've learned a ton uh it's 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 been a lot of fun. So you uh, gave me one of my first bottles of bourbon. Yeah, uh, I j- in my infancy of really starting to appreciate the old fashioned, you dropped off a b- uh, bottle of Knob Creek for me. Yeah, that's and, one of my favorites. And so that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So. Now when you're when you're doing, are you working mainly with yourself? Is it a small crew? Is it a large crew? Talk about. Uh, that. Usually, usually it's it's uh, me. And or one other guy, uh, just depends. If I'm, I usually am pretty small crew. Uh, if if it's me and my buddy, or me and another buddy, it's usually two two man crew. Every once in a while, we'll have four guys or so, but usually that's about what all we operate with. So it's it's uh, it's fast. We it's we're we're and we're we're handling audio, we're handling sure. our lighting, we're handling everything. So, so let's you just dropped a bunch of gear, and you're a gearhead. I am a you, gearhead. You always are buying new gear. So, <laughs> for let's just let's kind of run through some of the highlights. You know, what what do you what's in your kit? I My guess this kit. is a what's in your kit sort of segment. Oh, great! Do you got a button for that, Adam? What's in your kit? <laughs> so I mainly my main camera is a C three hundred. I've got a nice little package of lenses. Mark one or two? Uh, Mark one. Okay. I have not made the jump to the Mark two. I'm I'm kind of on the fence right now with. Is it worth the money? Do I really need 4K? Do I? Yeah, yeah. All the time? No, I, 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 I kind of want to <laughs> no go one does. there. Nobody does. <laughs> but it's cool, you know. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence right now. I'm kind of looking 
at the Sonys. I'm looking at the Reds. I'm kind of on the fence with the Mark II. I don't know yet. But I have a Mark II. Uh, as far as lights, I've got, you know, some airy lights that I use. I've got some nice uh, Sheps microphones. Yep. Just, I've got a nice little mix of stuff. I've got some sliders. Just pulled the trigger on yeah. a Dana Dolly. It's uh, pretty excited about that. My, nice. new, my new toy's coming on Friday. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, what I like about you is you're always modifying. You always have a, a new case or a new hack because you're, you know, on some of these things where you're a one-man band, you've got to be efficient and you got to get in and out by yeah. yourself. And you've got some of the coolest carts and cases I've ever seen, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know you saw my uh, – I had a – Home Depot sells this uh, toolbox. It's like a rolling to- toolbox, and it was great. I mean, I could just throw a built camera, fully rigged out, throw it right in the bag, wheel it in. I could throw a Pelican case right on top. I'm in. I'm all. I'm set up in two seconds with my camera. It's awesome. That's awesome. So. And uh, and then most recently, you've, you've started to open up a little bit and take on some sound jobs. Totally, yeah. No, uh, one of the first sound jobs I did was uh, on Kill Game. Uh, yeah, our, our short threw film me that, in. <laughs> our short film that may like. I'll tell you what. Just a quick side note update. This film is so close to being ready. Uh, we've got we do got to get the sound score mixing in, which which shouldn't be too big of a deal. Adam's on that. We, he's been finishing up some huge projects before that. We've got a trailer. We're waiting to, to release to you guys. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's great. But on that shoot, uh, we like we kind of had a panic moment where we didn't have anyone to run sound. And so I was like, Josh, are you available? <laughs> and he was able to make it work, and we kind of rigged it together with a makeshift sort of kit. And um, But be- it was some of the best audio I've ever gotten. <laughs> On any project. That's hilarious. And so that yeah. happened, and I was like, you should really like yeah. think about doing audio because there's a demand for it in this town. In Cincinnati specifically, there's not a ton of audio guys. There's a lot of, you know, some, but some of the best guys that are usually always booked. And I said, you would probably get, get booked. And you were like, all right, I'll think about it. And then yeah. like two weeks later, you were like, I bought a such and such mixer oh, I and a blankety blank, device. blank, blank, blank. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew it. A sound device 603. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I am a, I am a gear nerd. It's awesome. I'm, I'm guilty. So no, but and I, what's funny is I haven't even used it on a job yet, and right. I've had it for like two months, and I just haven't even used it because I've been too busy with other projects. But, but yeah, but yeah. it's here. You got yeah, it. that's that's kind of my thing right now. I am kind of a jack of all trades. I am a jack of all trades. I can do a lot really well, but really where my main focus is 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 really becoming more of a true cinematographer. Sure. Really becoming more of a DP. So I'm I'm not, I'm not going to turn jobs down. Right. I got a family to feed. I'm not going to turn jobs down. I'm going to keep doing the run and gun, but I'm really, I've been really exploring how to develop myself and 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 my visuals. Lighting has just been my next. Uh, that's my next challenge right now. Right. So. So you're sort of you're honing your craft in that direction. Yeah, I really really want to do commercials. That's really what yeah. I want to do. That's cool, man. So uh, as far as people that are listening, or if, if let's say there's some guys listening, they got to shoot in Cincinnati, they need somebody to 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 run and gun with, and they you know they're looking to hire you. Where do people get a hold of you? What's your site? What's your stuff? We always push people on this. Yeah, my site is so outdated. I would push most people to my Vimeo page, which okay. is uh, uh, vimeo.com slash newsquire. Newsquire is kind of a goofy spelling. It's uh, N-E-U-E-S-Q-U-I-R-E. Cool. Uh, kind of a weird spelling. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I would push people. Or you can email me at joshemerson at gmail.com. There you go. And if if you want to email us at FTV Podcast, we'll get you connected to Josh. He's totally. a good friend of the show. So well, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, what else besides working, man? What have you been what have you been watching? 
Oh man, you know, there's so you much know, good TV Victor out right now. Victor mentioned Stranger Things, yes. which was awesome. Stranger Things. But outside of that, is there anything? Mr. That... Robot. Dude, that what a great show! Right? Oh my gosh, I love it. <sighs> love it. Yeah, my cable box broke the other night. They were doing like maintenance, and my cable box is down. So I went and picked it up right before I came here, so I can watch the new episode tonight. Yeah. I'm ready. Nice. Yeah, I gotta. I think I'm fully. Are they dropping a new one? I think. Yeah, I'm, tonight. It was like four, right? To, uh, I four? think. I think. We're on episode six tonight. Okay. It could be five. It could be five or six. But yeah, that's awesome. I I'm really excited. They love the unconventional framing, don't they? Oh, it's so wacky. It's so weird. But it, man. but the it, interview shots are so weird. But it, it works. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't feel unnatural. Well, it works because the whole you're in his head that's yeah. disjointed and yeah. yeah. No, it's it's great. And that I've I've been very inspired by that show. The lighting, the framing. Yeah, it's, it's just been it's good. awesome. Uh, a show that I'm really like chomping at the bit for it to get back started is uh, the Man in the High Castle. Have you heard of that show? Oh, is it like uh, it's like uh, modern day Hitler takes over? It's not. Even, I don't even think it's modern. Well, maybe it is modern day. It's it's set shortly after World War II, but it's what if, happened if, if yeah, yeah Hitler had won the war. Is it and good? It, yeah, the trailers look really good. I was, I was hesitant awesome. to jump in, but it's pretty good. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Catastrophe. I don't know if you've seen that I've one. I've not seen that. We've been watching. Uh, we finished. We watched Bloodline season two. I have not love caught Bloodline. that at all. I see it all the time, and it's oh, always. So, I always see the little icon. I'm like, I should. It, try here's that. the thing. It's it's really good, but it's a slow pace. So mm-hmm. if you, are, I'm totally fine with that. If if you're not, if you need a movie to move, that one has just got a nice. It's 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 set in the Florida Keys, so it's got this sort of temperance of yeah. the, of the Keys. Very slow, lots of overhead aerial shots looking down over the swamps. Very like, very moody sort of piece. I uh, I was a huge fan of Mad Men, and that was one of the things they were yeah. guilty of as being really slow. And I absolutely love Mad Men, so I should check that one out. I I started Mad Men. I watched episode one, and I just it's one of those where it's like. It's like uh, everybody tells you to read a certain book and you pick it up and you just can't, you can never get it past totally, the first chapter. Totally, yeah. For whatever reason, yeah. Mad Men, I just can't. I, I guess coming it's not from bad. The, yeah. It's just kind of like it's not pushing. Coming me from the design world, I think it just something drew me in, yeah. and um, I just loved it. I don't know why John John Don Draper was such a horrible character. Yeah, he was such a scumbag. But you were always rooting for him, but sure, he never yeah. made the right decision. And I yeah. don't know. There was something alluring about that show. Nice. Have you been out to the uh, to the movies recently? Probably not with a kid. Uh, no, no. We have a. Uh, he's just over one, and I haven't been to the movies. Sure. Since my time. wife was yeah, yeah. before she was pregnant, yeah, probably yeah. I am oh, dying I to go. I know, the but story. I have not seen a flick in theaters in a long time. Yeah, I know. We should do that. We should do let's that. Do, let's have a, a dad's night out. Let's do it. <laughs> dad's night out. I like that. Yeah. Let me see. If we can rescue uh, Plyman in there, uh, Adam. He's got new newborns and new kids and. Three total and oh man, kids crazy in there. So One like, is so much work, and I don't even know yeah. how people do it with three. Oh exactly. my gosh, he's he's sleeping in there. I he's begging tell. us to rescue him. He's like, <laughs> please, please rescue me for the dad's night out. All right, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, so that's great, man. So any, anything else new with you? What anything you excited about? Anything that's I got a few shoots coming you know? up. I'm just pretty stoked. Uh, just a couple of random shoots uh, for different clients. Um, we're going to be going out to L.A. again. I was just in New York City and L.A. doing some jobs, and we're going back out to L.A. to do some stuff. We're going to follow these race car drivers from L.A. to Vegas. Um, nice. Back in uh, October, the SEMA show will be the, uh, happening, and uh, they want, for this awards night, they want to show these uh, race car drivers kind of going from one city to the next. And, Driving uh, race cars? Yeah, all kind of, just like hot rods and stuff. Gotcha. So it's going to be pretty sweet. We're going to be going through the desert. I'm going to bring my drone, get some sweet stuff. 
it's going to be awesome. I'm that's yeah. that's going to be. That sounds like fun. I can't wait. <laughs> that's great, man. That's that's so good to hear. Um, what else? Uh, any any new gear you've been eyeing? Anything else you're just bought that Dana Dolly, so I'm chomping at the bit to get that. I yeah. uh, I I shot with one recently, and I uh, was like, man, this is great. This is such an ind- indispensable tool. Yeah. Um, I've been on set with uh, you and Alex, and I know that's been Alex. Alex would swear by them, and so I was yeah, just like. Yeah. You know what? Well, if you don't have a budget for a Fisher and twenty guys on a truck, yeah. and but you want a, a rock solid dolly, that's that's the guy. You know? Oh, and and the versatility. I mean, seeing that shot that in the 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 UC spot where you guys put the Dana dolly on the bleachers and like yeah. had a pulley system, that was incredible. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. that's that's killer. So yeah, and the shot he's describing is in the behind the scenes video. So yeah, um, it's it's cool stuff. Well. Well, that's fun, man. I'm I'm so excited that you you were able to come on the show today. Oh, and, thrilled to be um, here. Really cool stuff. Everybody out there, if you are listening, I just want to say thanks again for continuing to support the show. Uh, you guys have always been there for us. Uh, I asked last week, I believe, for if you have not rate given us a rating or review on iTunes to do so, and sure enough, we hit the sixty mark. So we now officially have sixty. Uh, reviews and ratings on iTunes, which is great. We're a four and a half star podcast. Keep keep up the good work. If you have not rated or reviewed the show, we'd love it. Do a five star. Uh, we're trying to get to a five star podcast. That's our goal. And uh, but it, every little bit helps. And and that notoriety does one thing. It, it allows us to expose our our show and, and our audience, you guys, to brands like Binro and other filmmaking brands that are coming onto the show and giving away, I mean, hundreds, sometimes close to $1,000 worth of gear. Um, Victor on the show today just announced they're going to do, in addition to the S7 tripod kit, they're going to do the hi-hat and a monopod kit. So amazing. um, That's what happens. When we do well, you guys do well. Our goal here is to build a community that really gives back. We want to resource you guys and uh, places like the uh, FDB Slack group, a place for you guys to connect with each other and and share... uh, your skills and thoughts and questions and it's great. I had a, a problem in um, in Adobe Premiere the other last week or a couple of weeks ago on um, with a project file and I was able to post to the Slack group and people were responding with feedback. I know you've oh, had, yeah. oh, you've I've had, had a, a lot good time. of questions. So yeah. Oh, I've loved it. Describe uh, to to the listeners because you've been a part of other groups as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I've so, been on a part of other groups and uh, some of them, you know, you get these bad responses because it's people who have been filming. Making films for sure. like ten minutes, and so you get these really basic questions. In other in other groups, you got to pay a lot of money to be a oh part. Oh my of. gosh, yeah! I've, I just saw one that they wanted like fifty dollars a month, fifty dollars wow. a month, and you know, and I'm actually a part of another group right now that I pay about twenty. It's a little under twenty, but and it's really great, and I love it. But I'm really excited for the Slack group because. It's just a safe place to ask questions. I mean, yeah. I've posted questions on there, and I've gotten really good feedback from people. Yeah, and, and um, it's been cool to see people post their work and reels, yeah, and yeah. people are posting stuff ahead of time before the client sees it to get feedback. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I post I posted a question the other day, like, uh, so how do you charge a client for a scout day? And yeah. a, whole, a handful of people just got back and said, oh, this is how I do it. I Either a full day, a half day. Some people yeah. are like, we charge hourly rates. And I just thought that was really great to... To get some real honest feedback Absolutely. of how other people are doing that. Well, and I think too the fact that it's a it's it's a safe place. Everybody's from all over, yeah. And it's not like it's competing markets, and no, no one's worried about like, are you going to steal my trade secrets? It's just a cool a cool place to share what you know. There was somebody who was asking about contracts, and I had you know on the show had talked about you know you got to be clear with your contracts, and somebody had messaged me and said, hey, can you share your contract? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, as soon as we get it, you know, locked down, and once it's nicely designed. 
I'll post it to the Slack group. So am I going to post it public? Probably not. Right. But I'm going to share it with the Slack group because this is a trusted group of filmmakers who are vetted. We we look at the work. We make sure it's real filmmakers. We make sure it's real work. And we welcome them in. So if you are a real working filmmaker and you don't have a community that you can connect to and you're looking for a place where you can ask questions and share your work and get honest feedback that's trusted, then please go to ftbpodcast.com, join the Slack group. We're slowly uh, building just a really quality group, and uh, we'd love to have you be a part of it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, the more the merrier. I really, I mean, this. I want this group to be huge because it, it's it's so great, and I love I love that I can just I get excited when there's a little node on Slack, and I can be like, oh sweet, somebody <laughs> asked something cool. Like, is it yeah. something I can add to, or is it something I can learn from? Exactly. So I'll tell you what it uh it pretty much. Wraps up where yeah. we're at today. I don't totally. have anything else to add. You know, I talk every week. So, what are you watching? You oh, watch anything man. new? I already said the one thing. I, the one thing I care about right now is the get down. The get down. Oh, that's. I out. am just upset. Like you don't it's Netflix. Yeah, people don't realize. I'm just obsessed with 80s, 90s hip hop. I love it. It's just. I. That's what I like to listen to. I like not only listen to it, but I like to listen to the music that they sampled from the 70s. It's just like, it reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. I grew up driving in a Ford Granada, oh, my yeah. mom's Ford Granada, <laughs> listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. You know? Do you remember <laughs> where will to be in September? Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that stuff has just got so much soul. Oh, I was like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. Yeah. That's what I grew and up And I think a lot, of, um, a lot of today's music has lost some of that soul and heart, yeah, yeah. You know, especially in rap. And I'll call it out. You know, A lot of the rap music right now, this sort of mumble, mumblecore rap is just, you know. Well, self-promotion. I love the beats. It's so much no, self-promotion. But, and know? I love the beats. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's just like, you're and it's like I liked when the stories were there, like yeah. back in the day, you know. I want I want slick some Rick, and, yeah. you know I want you know EPMD, yeah. and I want people that are telling me a story, you know, that's going somewhere. I think that's interesting, and I like the old stuff too. I, even though it's kind of you know you think look back on it now, it's a little nerdy. It's kind of the you know uh, sing songy a little yeah. bit. You know? Oh yeah. You know, I walk into the store and I saw this girl. You know, but I kind of <laughs> like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like I said, "Hey, girl, I'm going to rock your world. I'm going to rock your world." You oh know, it's my like gosh. I love that. Yeah. Like it's there's the innocence to it that's kind of beautiful. And the beats were real simple back then. Boom. Oh yeah, you could combine boom, boom, the beats from boom, now and the technology that we boom, have. Boom, boom, oh, you know, you could make some sick stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. That's really the thing I'm looking most forward to is the get down. It awesome. Looks, it looks awesome. So I haven't even heard of it. So oh, gonna I'm going to, I'm going to have to check. Well, that it's out. the director from Moulin Rouge oh. and, uh, and, uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's going to be cool. Uh, I forget his name right now, but, uh, I know that guy. Is it the same DP on both of those jobs? Cause those are very, it like, might be. Yeah. They're stylistic. Very, oh, it's super stylistic for sure. Um, we'll look it up here while we're on the air. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Down. It is um, from Baz Lundman. Baz, Baz Lundman. He did Moulin Rouge, uh, The Great Gatsby, oh, Australia, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. He's just a boss, dude. Um, so pretty excited about that that situation. That um, that is going to be pretty cool. I don't know who the DP is. I'm and it's Netflix, so yeah. I mean, they're super easy to get to. Like that's the thing the with game. like HBO. I don't have HBO, so that yeah. show I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't have it, so I'm going to figure out a way. Yeah. We'll Download it, it somehow. It yeah. Come over to your place. Yeah. We'll do it on dad night. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. As always, check us out on the uh, social medias at FTB Podcast and FTBpodcast.com. Enter to win. 
You know what to do. Shout out to at Ben Rowe Tripods at FDB Podcast. Hashtag FDB Giveaway. And as always, like we say here on Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon, cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.